This audio is brought to you by MuslimCentral.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A'udhu billahi samir alayhi wa shaytan alayhi wa shaytan alayhi wa shaytan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi al-kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. First and foremost, once again, I want to congratulate everyone on this Ramadan. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. We see the blessing of having been able to come together. وَلَئِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ And if you are grateful, then I will increase you. So we say, Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after a long period of uncertainty of allowing us or for allowing us to be able to gather together, Alhamdulillah, and to pray our taraweeh together and to worship together and to celebrate together. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. May Allah accept our Ramadan. May Allah accept our recitation of the Quran. May Allah accept our Qiyam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala write us down amongst those who fully observed Laylatul Qadr. Allahumma ameen. So dear brothers and sisters, I want to tackle something actually conceptually inshallah ta'ala. One of those distinguishing marks of Islam. And it's how we view celebration. How many Eids do we have a year? We have two Eids, right? What about Ashura? There's one Ashura, two Ashuras or three Ashuras? One Ashura, right? But is it Eid? The Prophet told us we have two Eids, okay? So we have Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha, right? We have the Eid that comes after the period of fasting of Ramadan and the Eid that comes after the sacrifice or with the sacrifice that is also in parallel with the Hajj, okay? We also have these days, right? So we fast Ashura, for example, because We are closer to Musa السلام, than everyone else. And so we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the victory that he gave Musa السلام, by fasting, but it's not a celebration like Ashura, was not a day for the Prophet ﷺ and his community of celebration. They fasted as a form of ibadah, as a form of worship, ayyam and ma'dudat, to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We fast the day of Arafah, but obviously that is also in accordance with the Eid al-Adha, right? It is the day that comes with Eid al-Adha. So it's also a day of worship and it comes annually. The Prophet ﷺ, did he used to celebrate his birth? You guys are like, oh no, he's starting a Mawlid debate. We already have moon sighting. He's going to go into a Mawlid debate. No. How did the Prophet used to commemorate his birth though, for sure? Let's get away from the debate. Let's get away from the difference of opinion. All of the, let's leave that for later on. All right. What did the Prophet certainly used to do to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? He said it's one of the reasons why he would fast on Monday. So he would commemorate his birth or thank Allah for his birth by fasting. So we thank Allah for things that have happened to us. I'm trying to establish a concept here. You guys are like, so wait a minute, what does this mean? Conceptually speaking, we thank Allah by what he has given to us, by what he has done for us, by ibadah, by fasting. So Allah saved Musa alayhi salam. There was fasting. The Prophet thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his birth, for bringing him into existence. So he fasted sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But celebration is very unique in Islam. The idea of a Eid is very unique in Islam. And one of the wisdoms that the scholars say about our Eids in Islam, our two Eids in Islam, is that they both come after worship. They both come after sacrifice. 
And they say that one of the wisdoms of that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching you the very nature of your relationship with Him. For the one who fasts is two times of joy. The joy when they break their fast and the joy when they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you sacrifice for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you have the joy of reaping the acceptance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the reward in that sense in this life, and you have the greater joy of seeing the reward of it in the next life. Both of our Eids are not marking an incident that happened to someone else. They're not marking some sort of season that we commemorate or some sort of incident that happened to someone else. They are marking our own actions. They accompany our own deeds. Now they parallel how other people would observe them for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being the anbiya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Eid al-Adha is inherently connected to the sacrifice of Ibrahim salam, but it's our sacrifice that has to be put forward. We don't just get to get together and have baklawa and have you know cake and stuff like that because we remember this is the day that Ibrahim salam got to sacrifice. We don't have a Eid al-Adha um, like a lamb hunt. We don't put sheep in the masjid and everyone try to find the sheep under a corner. At least I don't think we do that here. But we don't have a sheep hunt, right? There's, there's no, um, Sheikh Yasser doesn't come out with a special vest on Eid al-Adha that's made of sheep uh, skin so that he could, you know, we could all find him and touch him. For, no, no, we have our own sacrifice. Oh, I gave away the surprise. Honestly, after the vest that you wore two days ago, I don't know what to expect anymore. That leather biker vest, Allahu A'lam, what's going to come out on Eid al-Adha. But the point is, is that it's our sacrifice. Our sacrifice is met with a celebration. It's our fast. It's inherently connected to the Prophet receiving revelation, Hira, Laylatul Qadr. It's inherently connected to the Prophet fasting, but it's our fasting. It's our Qiyam. It's our observance. What is the wisdom of that, dear brothers and sisters? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you about the celebrations in Jannah, Allah reminds you, Jaza'an bima kuntum ta'malun. Enjoy. These are the fruits of your hard labor. What do we recite on Eid? Qad aflahaman tazakka wa dhakarasma rabbihi fasalla. He has succeeded who has been toiling and purifying himself. Tazakka. You are purifying yourself in Tazkiyah. You have found success. You have found success. What do we read in Surah Al-Ghashiyah? لِسَعْيِهَا رَاضِيَةً That on the Day of Judgment, the believers are pleased with their sa'i. They're pleased with their efforts. They're pleased with everything they put forth for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're seeing the reward of it. So this is establishing the very basis of our relationship with Allah. That we work and then we celebrate. Now, are we celebrating the departure of Ramadan? And are we sure Allah accepted our Ramadan? This is a really, really important point, inshallah ta'ala. And here's where I want us to, inshallah ta'ala, hopefully take something that's very instructive. I hope the concept is there and it's understood, inshallah ta'ala, that our Eids are very unique from a spiritual perspective when you study religious doctrine, that our Eids mark our own efforts. They come after our own efforts. And then, depending on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, celebrating the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I hope the conceptual part of this is done. What about the practical stuff? We've got a few hours left before the end of Ramadan. We might look back and say, I don't know. I didn't really cry. 
I really don't know if I made any serious progress. The same sins I was committing before Ramadan, I think I'm going to be committing them again. I don't really know if I've seen any serious increase in my ibadah that's going to outlast Ramadan. This kind of feels like all the other Ramadans. I don't know if Allah has forgiven me or not. I don't know. I mean, every one of the last 10 nights, there were a few moments where I got distracted. I'm not sure. I slept too long. I was dozing off in Qiyam. You know, we're going to go back and review those moments, right? But here's a very important point, inshallah, two things I want you to take. Number one, your last hours of Ramadan should be hours of istighfar. Seek forgiveness from Allah and ask Allah acceptance. I know people are going to be Eid shopping. I know people are going to be, you know, making preparations for Eid. It's natural. I know that all of that is in play. But seriously, tomorrow, Asr to Maghrib, spend some time in contemplation, even if it's 30 minutes before Maghrib. All right, like if, if, if you can't do Asr to Maghrib in Dhikr and Ibadah, 30 minutes before Maghrib. Just take 30 minutes before Maghrib and make dua. Make dua with your families. Make dua. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for acceptance. There are times to ask Allah for forgiveness and acceptance and you don't know. It might be that that sincere ask in the last moment of Ramadan causes everything to be accepted in Ramadan. I'm not making that up, by the way. Because the dua of the fasting person is accepted until they break their fast. And so the last moments of Ramadan could be the most precious moments of Ramadan. So ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept. Ask Allah to forgive you. Now, the second part of this, and this is really important. Call upon Allah while you are certain in the response. Allah says, أستجب لكم. Call me, I will answer you. Call me, I will answer you. The Prophet said, call Allah with a certainty in his response. Dear brothers and sisters, when we ask Allah to accept our Ramadan, we're not saying, Ya Allah, you know, if you wish. Ya Allah, you know, I don't know. No, we're saying, Ya Allah, accept our Ramadan. And then we're walking away with Alhamdulillah for the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he accepted our Ramadan. Sounds a little audacious. Well, the Prophet said, call upon Allah wa antum with certainty. And so the celebration that comes afterwards is not celebrating the departure of Ramadan, it's celebrating the mercy of Allah that, Ya Allah, you allowed us to worship you. You enabled us to worship you all this time. We made a lot of dua this Ramadan. Ya Allah, we make this dua for acceptance and we are certain in your forgiveness and your mercy and your acceptance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us through our Prophet to keep on saying, Allahumma inna ka'afu wa tuhibbul afu wa fa'afu anna. Oh Allah, you are the one who forgives. You love to forgive, so forgive us. Have certainty in your dua. Have certainty in your dua. Not in a way that makes you say, okay, well, I can put everything before this past Ramadan on the shelf. Let me go accumulate the next year's worth of sins and take it with me to the next Ramadan. You don't know if you'll have another Ramadan. But to say with a sense of certainty, alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, we trust in your mercy. Ya Allah, we trust in your forgiveness. Ya Allah, when we think of our deficiencies, we remember your perfection. Ya Allah, when we think of our shortcomings, we remember your glory. Ya Allah, when we think of our sins, we remember your mercy. And that keeps us motivated and that keeps us going. And so our celebrations come after acts of worship. And our celebrations come with du'as for acceptance. And the du'as for acceptance that accompany deeds of striving are the most certain du'as that we take to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And so we call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with certainty. And we call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowing that he is shy to reject. And we say, Ya Allah, accept our Ramadan. And then we celebrate our Eid, not in heedlessness, not with disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We celebrate our Eid with recitation, with celebration, counting on the greater celebration with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we believe our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he said, Lisa'ami farhatan, for the fasting person are two moments of joy. Ya Allah, as you have given us that joy in this life, assure us of that joy in the hereafter. Ya Allah, as you have allowed us to break our fast day after day after day in this Ramadan, Ya Allah, allow us to break our fast with you by meeting you while you are pleased with us having accepted our Ramadan. Ya Allah, as we have called upon you, assuring that you love to show mercy to us and forgive us, Ya Allah, let us not be amongst those that are disappointed or deprived on the day of judgment. Ya Allah, let us be amongst those who receive your mercy in its fullest on the day of judgment. Ya Allah, let us be amongst those who receive your forgiveness in the fullest on the day of judgment. And Ya Allah, do not let us turn back on our heels after this Ramadan goes away. Ya Allah, we ask you from now for the acceptance of this Ramadan, and we ask you to accept our intention to worship you throughout the year. And we ask you, Ya Allah, Allahumma balighna Ramadan. Oh Allah, send us the next Ramadan. Oh Allah, send us the next Hajj. And oh Allah, let us always be in a state of sa'i, in a state of striving towards you until we meet you and you are pleased with us. Allahumma ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.